had an interesting conversation with a parent at the rink the other day, and uh, it got me thinking, and it kind of got me wanting to discuss a little bit here, almost throw out like a bit of a warning, um, a philosophical warning, I guess you could call it, uh, particularly to other people who may be living in small hockey markets uh, like I am. Uh, you probably already know this, but I live out in Salt Lake, and the hockey's decent here. I mean, it's growing, um, but it's definitely you know, it's, it's, it's no Toronto or Calgary or, um, you know, Michigan or any of the, any of these other hockey hotbed towns. Um, so here's kind of the conversation and then we'll kind of go from there is this parent was, uh, he was talking about an organization and this particular organization, uh, it's a, it's a amateur, it's a youth, ho- youth hockey organization. Um, but one of their big selling points is, that they have no parent coaches, um, or at least no parent head coaches. So all their head coaches are paid head coaches. And you know, one of their philosophical beliefs, I guess you could call it, or selling points is um, you know, that you're never going to have uh, favoritism from, you know, from the coach towards his own kid. And so, you know, we kind of got talking a little bit about this and I've actually had some experience, um, you know, with certain situations and, and, uh, I won't go too deep into, into different things, but what I want to say though, is I think there, it's possible that there could be a time and a place. I'm not going to make a hard and fast statement on this. I think it's possible that there could be a time and a place where it would make sense to have a paid coach without any kids involved. But I think that it's dangerous to just assume that anytime a coach has a kid on the team, that that kid's going to get favoritism. I think it's dangerous to assume that. And here are kind of the reasons why. First and foremost, one of my core beliefs is that continuity is one of the biggest factors in long-term hockey development for players. I mean, continuity in coaching, continuity in teammates. Um, I think it's really important to have a structured system that progresses from year to year and where the kids can, uh, you know, where the kids can grow and build year upon year, you know, where they're not having to start over every year with a fresh group of players and a fresh coach to learn, uh, you know, to learn terminology, to learn uh, philosophy, uh, drills, everything else. So continuity in my mind is a big deal. Uh, for that to happen, you know, one of the best ways for that to happen is, um, you know, with a parent coach. Parent coaches are going to be there. They're going to be there. You know, one of the reasons why they're wanting to coach in the first place is because they want their kid, hopefully, to have a good situation, to have a good hockey experience in their life, right? And so they're intrinsically motivated to be there, to be on time to practices, to stick it out, to, you know, go the distance, um, to be with the program for 10 or 15 years, however long the kids, uh, you know, involved. I'd probably say 10 years is probably a closer estimate on that. You know, but to be in the program for 10 years, I guess it could go 15 years if you got multiple kids, right? Um, which I do. So I'm looking at this going, you know, I'm going to be in this for the long haul with my four boys. Um, but I'm kind of looking at it and go, okay, so paying a coach, you know, some people have the money, some people don't, but paying a coach, uh, definitely increases the, the fees. Um, 
you know, and then, you know, there's a lot of different aspects you can go down there in, in dangers of, of paying coaches as well. But I've had personal experiences where, you know, it's been a situation where um, these types of programs, they come and go. They're not long lasting. Um, you know, they'll, they'll come into an area, especially, you know, in some of these smaller hockey towns and they give it a good run, you know, maybe even develop a decent program. But if the hockey program can't support the financial needs, sorry, if the hockey population can't support the financial needs of this program, then, you know, the program is obviously, it's, it's financially driven. It needs to make money for it to be worth the time of the people involved. You're either putting in time for your own kid or you're putting in time for money. Really, that's what it boils down to in these situations. So if it's not going to be profitable financially, then these programs will leave. And I've actually seen that happen here in Utah. Um, you know, the program comes in and they, yes, they have decent coaches. Yes, they have a good program. But if the hockey population can't support the financial needs, the program has no choice but to go. And then what? Well, the people who were running the program, they just find another place that maybe will be more profitable. They just move on. But what does that do for the local hockey that has now been disrupted from, you know, an organization coming, leaving their footprint, and then leaving um, with, you know, having already, you know, possibly injured other organizations that were already there. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not going to dive too deep into the the political side, side of these things, but I can tell you the political side is very dangerous when you're looking at this type of situation. Um, <clears throat> so my opinion is just because there's a dad on the, on the, on the coaching staff doesn't mean he's going to favor his kid. If you've got a dad that's blatantly favoring his own kid and it's not just one parent that thinks he's got an ax to grind with the coach, um, you know, if it is, then get him out of there. But trust me, you can find good, high-quality parents that know their hockey, that are in it. I'll tell you my personal, personal belief. I'm in it for my own kid, right? That's why I coach. If I didn't have a kid involved, I don't have enough time to put in to, to just randomly coach youth hockey. Um, it wouldn't fly well with my wife, <laughs> and I just don't have time. But I'm coaching because I want my own kid to have a good experience. Now, I also recognize hockey's a team game. And for my kid to have a good experience, he needs to have good teammates. So by nature of the game and the situation, there's going to be at least 14 other kids along for the ride every single year that I'm involved as a coach, as long as I have anything to say with it, right? So have a parent, you know, does that mean I'm going to give my kid all the best ice time and everything? No, 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 no. You want to develop the best team. That's what's going to be the best for your individual player right? You have to have good teammates for your kid to have a good experience. And you have to be a fair coach for any of that type of development to happen. And I believe that there are more fair coaches than not fair coaches. And so I think that when these programs use um, no parent coaches as a selling point, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's not fair. And I think it's dangerous, to tell you the truth. Um, <clears throat> because you know you know, I mean, for me, at least personally, I'm going to be there coaching my own kids until they're done playing hockey. 
you know, or until I feel that I'm not capable anymore of taking them to, um, you know, the next level that they need to get to. So I will coach my kids until I feel that they're beyond my capabilities as a coach. And I'll tell you what, I've, I've coached with, uh, well, this year specifically, two other coaches that are also very, very realistic in terms of analyzing their own kids' strengths and weaknesses. So these coaches are fantastic. They're fair coaches. They do well. They know their hockey. And <clears throat> when push comes to shove and they need a go-to player out, they're going to put the go-to player out. They're not just going to try to figure out a way to justify putting their own kid out. And that's all we need to do. You know, I don't think we need to spend um, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on non-parent coaches. I think we just need to find good parent coaches who are committed. And, um, you know, best case scenario, find people that already know their hockey. But even if that's not a possibility, coaches can learn hockey, right? My dad never played as a kid. He turned out to be a fantastic coach because he studied the game. So um, that's kind of my two cents worth, you know, but I think, like I said, I, there, there's a time and a place where I think it could make sense. But um, when you're talking the type of money it takes to make this type of program happen at Squirt, for example, that is a lot of money for, yeah, I, just, I just don't see the return on investment, honestly. Um, as far as having a paid coach. And I think that you can get better long-term development, better long-term success, and a more secure long-term game plan by putting your stock in parent coaches. So that's my two cents worth. Maybe my opinion will change over the years. But, uh, you know, before I had kids and I was coaching, you know, I, I... I always kind of said, you know, with a grain of salt, well, you know, maybe it'll be, maybe, maybe there's something to having your own kids. Maybe it's a lot harder to see your own kid for his true potential or, or for his true abilities. Um, you know, maybe it's a lot harder to see your own kid for what he's really capable of doing. But now that I've been coaching my own kids for, um, I guess it's been the last four years, I, I don't, I, I, I see it as being, and you, you can definitely see your own kids' strengths and weaknesses. And you can definitely make a fair decision as a coach. It's possible to do. Um, you just need to find the coaches that are willing to do it. And they exist. I worked with two other ones this year. Um, and they're all very realistic, good hockey guys. And so that's it. Um, but hopefully that helps. And again, I said, especially for these smaller hockey communities, because new programs coming in can disrupt the flow of things that already exist. And then if they don't have a real reason to stick around and to stick it out through good and bad, they're just going to take off to another location where they'll make more money and um, leave the current situation in shambles, <laughs> which happens. You know, I don't know. I know I've experienced it here a few times, actually, where this, this procedure has run its course a couple times, and it is what it is. Um, but uh, the way to have consistency, the way to have true dedication is to have people that, that have skin in the game. And the skin in the game is going to be their, their own kids. You know, they have real incentive to stick it out and to hopefully help the situation improve even when things get hard. Because they want their own kids to have a good experience with hockey. 
and uh, hopefully that helps. So take care, and we will be back again with another soundbite soon.